The breath is our anchor to the present moment, but how do we drop the anchor when the winds are rising? Welcome to Mindfulness for Beginners. Hello my friend, I hope you're happy, I hope you're peaceful. It's your old pal Sean with another steaming bowl of spiritual Irish stew. If you're enjoying the podcast, then I would invite you to become a supporter of the show on Patreon. The link is in the description. There's lots of exclusive content there, including a new set of essential guided meditations that I've created, starting with the body, the breath, and a longer guided meditation on the mind. Please do check it out. It's only £5 a month. A few years ago, I was sitting in work when an email came in, and it was a colleague looking for someone to walk their guide dog. I replied immediately and ran down to their floor. I was very excited because I'm allergic to animals and I can't have pets, so the chance to walk someone else's dog was too good an opportunity to pass up. And it's a guide dog, so it'll be really well behaved, right? Right? I got down to my colleague's floor and introduced myself to her and her black Labrador Ruby. Even before I arrived, Ruby was literally bouncing off the walls, somehow knowing that I was here to walk her. Assuming her to be friendly, I reached down to pat her head, the dog, not the co-worker. Ruby suddenly gripped my arm in her jaws, looking up with me with a cheeky grin like this was all a great laugh. My colleague, who was legally blind but could see enough to recognise a Labrador with its jaws clamped on an Irishman's arm, said, Oh, don't worry, she's just playing. Come on now, Ruby. Ruby reluctantly let go and went back to bouncing around the room. You'll need these, she said, handing me some small plastic bags. We accidentally fed her twice this morning. Out the door we go into the London summer air. Ruby on a leash in her guide dog apparel and me in my work suit starting to feel more relaxed. The rebellious canine had calmed down and in fact was acting more like the professional I had expected stopping me at the crossing, not letting me walk until the traffic had halted. Sadly, that was when Ruby decided to clock off again, because as soon as we got into St James's Park, she was figuratively and almost literally unleashed. I was dragged all over the place as she chased after wildlife, rolled in the grass, and somehow managed to get her leash almost all the way off. Desperately wrestling her to the ground and getting her leash back on, I managed to convince Ruby to calm down and enjoy the park with me. If you're ever in London, I would really recommend St James's Park. It's got some very nice views of the lake, it's got pelicans, and on a sunny day, it's a lovely place to be. After 20 minutes, though, it was time to go back to the office. All right, Ruby, I said, time to go. Now, dogs can't understand English, but Ruby knew exactly what that meant. She immediately flopped down onto the grass and refused to move. I pulled her lead a little. Come on, Ruby, I said, trying to put some authority into my voice. Walk's over. Time to go back. Ruby just lay there, staring at me with a look that said, What are you going to do about it? What was I going to do? I had no idea. Pick her up, maybe? I tried to lift Ruby onto her paws, but she rolled over and out of my arms. After trying this a few times, I suddenly became aware of a small crowd that had gathered around me, watching, laughing, some people taking pictures, and why wouldn't you? It's a guy in a suit wrestling a guide dog and losing. I sat down in the grass next to Ruby. 
I was no power lifter, and if she didn't want to go, then she wasn't going. I decided to just sit and breathe. Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. A few mindful breaths later, I felt calmer, slightly less mortified, and just decided to enjoy the sunny day. After a while, I felt a presence beside me. The world's most anarchic guide dog was sat up, ready to leave, and also ready to use those plastic bags I was given. What's the point of the story, apart from don't assume that guide dogs are well behaved? Well, we all have difficult days, difficult situations, and our reaction frequently is to struggle against it. But we don't always have to fight. Thich Nhat Hanh had a great phrase, don't just do something, sit there. Sometimes the best thing we can do is nothing. Sometimes the most important thing that we can do is focus on our breath and work on our peace. Thai gave us breathing exercises that we can practice to anchor us in the present moment. And the first is to pay attention. As you breathe in, pay attention to your in-breath so that it becomes the only focus of your mind, releasing everything else. When you release the past and you release the future, your mind starts to settle and you begin to relax. Then try to follow your in-breath all the way through without interruption. This builds the energy of concentration, which is important for developing your ability to meditate. Don't worry about being perfect. Just try to follow it all the way through as best you can. The third exercise is to notice the breath in your body, how your body changes, your shoulders rising, your stomach falling. This brings together your breath, body and mind. And once you're aware of your body breathing, you can start to release tension from it. Breathing in, I feel calm. Breathing out, I release tension. Imagine the tension in your body being expelled through your out breath. And if there's a particular part of your body that's tense, you can imagine breathing directly in and out of that part of your body. Finally, you can cultivate joy in your breathing. Sometimes we feel that we need to achieve something or own something to be happy. We don't need any external conditions. We can simply enjoy our breathing and smile to it. And if we train ourselves in our breath every day, then when things get difficult, we know exactly what we need to do. Just like Ruby, the spirited guide dog, had her moments of rebellion, but ultimately found her way back to the path, we too can navigate life's challenges with grace. By following the guidance of Thich Nhat Hanh and embracing the simplicity of mindful breathing, we equip ourselves with a powerful tool for inner peace. It's a reminder that amid the chaos and uncertainty of life, our breath is a constant, it's a source of tranquility that we can return to whenever we need it. So let's practice together with a guided meditation on the breath. I'll start with three sounds of the bell and the usual settling in introduction.
So we're going to start as we always do by focusing our awareness on our posture. So I would invite you to imagine that you have a thread attached to the crown of your head and it's gently pulling you upwards into an upright position. Your spine like a stack of coins, your heart raised upwards and outwards, your hands comfortably in your lap. And just allowing a gentle smile to emerge in your face as we enjoy the stability of our posture. Expanding that spotlight of awareness to your entire body. Noticing where you feel warm or cold. Noticing where you feel tense or relaxed. Becoming aware of the sensation of the clothes against your skin. And the points of contact between your body and the chair and the floor. Shifting your awareness to your thoughts and feelings. And as we go through the guided meditation, just noticing each thought as it arises. And that might be an anxious thought about tomorrow. It could be a happy thought about today. Or a sad thought about yesterday. Just sitting with each thought for a moment. Allowing it to leave. And gently without judgment, bringing your attention back to your breath. And finally, focusing your awareness on the breath, noticing that column of air between your nose and your diaphragm. Noticing how the air feels cooler on the way in, warmer on the way out. Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. In, out.
Breathing in, my breath grows deep. Breathing out, my breath goes slow. Deep, slow. Breathing in, I am aware of the full length of my in-breath. Breathing out, I am aware of the full length of my out-breath. Full length of in-breath, full length of out-breath.
breathing in. I experience my breath in my body. Breathing out, I smile to my breath in my body. Breath and body, smiling. Breathing in, I feel calm. Breathing out, I release tensions. Calm, releasing tensions.
Breathing in, I enjoy my breath. Breathing out, I feel gratitude for my breath. Enjoying breath, feeling gratitude. Breathing in, I establish myself in the present moment. Breathing out, I realise it is a wonderful moment. Present moment, wonderful moment.
as we reach the end of the guided meditation. Just taking a moment or two to notice any changes in your body. Any areas of relaxation. Any areas of tension. And just taking a moment to stretch those or rub them if you need to. Noticing any changes in your mind. And if you feel a sense of calm or peace, then I would invite you to carry that through the rest of your day. And finally, opening your eyes and returning your awareness to the room that you're in. And a couple of quick announcements before we finish. Uh, just a reminder that if you're in the northwest of England, then the Manchester Mindfulness Festival is happening this month. The link is in the description. They have some fantastic speakers, so I would encourage you to go to the website and have a quick look. And if you're enjoying the podcast, then please do share it with other people. Uh, please share with me any suggestions that you have for uh, sharing it out. Uh, my email address is in the description, so please do get in touch, even if it's just to say hello. I may be happy, may be peaceful, and may you see yourself through the eyes of understanding and compassion. Slana will ya? And I'll see you next time.